Welcome to the Hearers and Doers podcast. I'm Becky Kaiser, and I'll be the host for this show. Do you need a space where you can show up just as you are? This is your place. Dry shampoo, crying kids, messy house, and barking dogs are all welcome here. Do you need a cheerleader who sees all your amazing potential and unique ways God's called and created you? Done, I'm signing up as captain. I'm a certified life coach and Bible teacher with decades of experience who isn't afraid to tell you the truth you need to hear. Some weeks I'll be sharing practical and encouraging and sometimes correcting shows, and other weeks I'll be introducing you to new and old friends. You ready? Let's go, my friend. Well, before we begin this episode, I wanted to share something really exciting with you. I have always wanted to send my kids to Pine Cove overnight camp. And we did camp in the city one summer and absolutely loved it. And it has been a dream to send my girls. But here's the thing, like every overnight camp, camp can be very, very pricey. Well, I have teamed up with Pine Cove and I am giving everyone who is signing up a first-time camper $250 off your camp registration fee. All you have to do is go to pinecove.com, use promo code Becky, B-E-C-K-Y, 250. Again, the promo code to get $250 off is Becky250. If you don't know what Pine Cove is, it is one of the best overnight. They also have day camps and family camps, but one of the best summer camps for kids. They have everything. They do Bible study and worship and all that, but they also have amazing water activities and ropes courses, horseback riding, trails, like anything you could possibly imagine this camp has it. It is my one, my biggest regret from college is not going and being a counselor at Pine Cove because I saw how much fun it was for all my friends who did it. So I always said when I was in college, one day I'm going to send my kids there. And thanks to Pine Cove and their generosity, we all get to go to Pine Cove this summer. So go to pinecove.com, check it out. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram. Again, that promo code for 250 off is Becky, B-E-C-K-Y, 250. All right, let's get started with today's episode. John chapter 4, verses 1 through 42. Jesus realized that the Pharisees were keeping count of the baptisms that he and John performed, although his disciples, not Jesus, did the actual baptizing. They had posted the score that Jesus was ahead, turning him and John into rivals in the eyes of the people. So Jesus left the Judean countryside and went back to Galilee. To get there, he had to pass through Samaria. He came into Sychar, a Samaritan village that bordered the field Jacob had given his son Joseph. Jacob's well was still there. Jesus, worn out by the trip, sat down at the well. It was noon. A woman, a Samaritan, came to draw water. And Jesus said, Would you give me a drink of water? His disciples had gone to the village to buy food for lunch. The Samaritan woman, taken aback, asked, How come you, a Jew, are asking me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? Jews in those days wouldn't be caught dead talking to Samaritans. And Jesus answered, If you knew the generosity of God and who I am, you would be asking me for a drink, and I would give you fresh living water. The woman said, Sir, you don't even have a bucket to draw with, and this well is deep. How? So how are you going to get this living water? 
Are you a better man than our ancestor Jacob who dug this well and drank from it? He and his sons and livestock and passed it down to us. Jesus said, everyone who drinks this water will get thirsty again and again. Anyone who drinks the water I give will never thirst. Not ever. The water I give will be an artisan spring within, gushing fountains of endless life. The woman said, sir, give me this water so I won't ever get thirsty, won't ever have to come back to this well again. He said, go call your husband and then come back. I have no husband, she said. That's nicely put. I have no husband. You've had five husbands and the man you're living with now isn't even your husband. You spoke the truth there. Sure enough. Oh, so you're a prophet. Well, tell me this. Our ancestors worshiped God at this mountain, but you Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place for worship, right? Believe me, woman, the time is coming when you Samaritans will worship the Father neither here at this mountain nor there in Jerusalem. You worship guessing in the dark. We Jews worship in the clear light of day. God's way of salvation is made available through the Jews. But the time is coming. It has, in fact, come when you're, when what you're called will not matter and where you go to worship will not matter. It's who you are, the way you live, that count before God. Your worship must engage your spirit in the pursuit of truth. That's the kind of people the Father is out looking for. Those who are simply and honestly themselves before Him in their worship. God is sheer being itself, spirit. Those who worship him must do it out of their very being, their spirits, their true selves in adoration. The woman said, I don't know about that. I do know that the Messiah is coming and he arrives. We'll get the whole story. I am he, he said. You don't have to wait any longer or look any further. And then his disciples came back and they were shocked. They couldn't believe he was talking with that kind of woman. No one said what they were all thinking but their faces showed it. The woman took the hint and left. In her confusion, she left the water pot. Back in the village, she told the people, come see a man who knew all the things I did, who knows me inside and out. Do you think this could be the Messiah? And they went out to see for themselves. In the meantime, the disciples pressed him, Rabbi, eat, aren't you going to eat? And he told them, I have food to eat you know nothing about. The disciples were puzzled. How could he have brought food? Jesus said, The food that keeps me going is that I do the will of the one who sent me, finishing the work that he started. As you look around right now, wouldn't you say that in about four months it will be time to harvest? Well, I'm telling you to open your eyes and take a good look at what's right in front of you. These Samaritan fields are ripe. It's harvest time. The harvester isn't waiting. He's taking his pay, gathering in this grain that's ripe for eternal life. Now the sower is arm in arm with the harvester, triumphant. That's the truth of the saying. This one sows, that one harvests. I sent you to harvest a field you never worked without lifting a finger. You have walked in a field worked long and hard by others. Many of the Samaritans from that village committed themselves to him because of the woman's witness. He knew all about the things I did. He knows me inside and out. They asked him to stay on, so Jesus stayed two days. 
A lot more people entrusted their lives to him when they heard what he had to say. They said to the woman, we're no longer taking this on your say. So we've heard it for ourselves and know it for sure. He's the savior of the world. That was John 4, 1 through 42. So now we pause and we ask God, God, help me to not just be a hearer of the word, but a doer also. So as you read through this and as you listen to this, what where can we respond to God? As I went through the story, there was a couple of times that I was impressed by the Spirit on a couple of things. Let's see where it was. So for this woman, one thing that's interesting is a side note. As I've studied her before, um, somebody said that it was very rare for people to go to the well in the middle of the day. Typically, they went um, the beginning or the end just simply because of heat. And so for her to come during the day, she was likely already living, um, slightly ostracized from community, likely because of the multiple husband and the person she was living with then wasn't even her husband. Now, this is assumption and not something we know for certain. But what we see is that Jesus went up to the woman who was ashamed, who felt shame for sure, um, and he approached her. So uh, do or the word might be who in my life is living ashamed And how can I help instead of being like the disciples who (laughs) showed it all over their faces, um, their judgment? How can it be more like Jesus and accept and love those who might be living differently than I deem um, appropriate? Jesus didn't shy away from those people. He didn't stand back and condemn them. Instead, he was constantly inviting those who made bad choices, those who looked less like the um, very successful Jews, He went after the people who were broken and he didn't judge them. And he always invited them to grace. He offered them water that would never end, food that would never, never end. He offered them light and he offered them life. So who could you reach out to? The next one is about the field and harvest time. It said some, some um, sow the seeds and some harvest. And so that would make me pause and just ask myself, am I harvesting what is in front of me? Or do I just continue to sow? Um, sometimes harvesting is harder. Now, some of us would rather harvest than sow. That we just, we want, we want the good part. We're not willing to do the work of bearing the seed and watering it day after day after day and pruning it back when it needs to be pruned. So asking the Father, where do I need to be better at sowing and where do I need to be better at harvesting? James one twenty two in the ESV says, be doers of the word and not hearers only. Or the message translation says it even more bluntly. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but. Letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. This podcast is called Hearers and Doers because that's the kind of people we are committing to becoming. Women are men who choose to not just hear what is true, but actually live it out in our day-to-day lives. I'd love to hear your big takeaways from today's episode. Would you share them? Post them on social media and be sure to tag me at Becky Kaiser. And if you love today's episode, don't forget to give it an awesome review because that helps others find the show too. And you can always text the link to friends so they don't miss it either. Hope you have an awesome rest of your day, my friend. Love you so.